Bell, Rock J. Yo, guys, this fucking party will be so much better when everybody else gets here, but I'm having the greatest time. Rogue Opinion's Christmas party was exactly what we needed. I love cheese. <laughs> we Christmas, you know how everyone eats turkey? Yeah. Just imagine a turkey just made of cheese. Dude, get out of my brain. <laughs> oh my uh. god. Hey, hey, Scott, you're... Yeah. You guys love cheese. Of course. I, I, I couldn't live without cheese. Do you deep fry cheese? No, but I, I, I can't... I eat most things with melted cheese on top, but I've never tried to deep fry. Where's her hole? I don't fucking know. Jimmy. Where's yeah. the hole? You with the invites? Oh, the, I was supposed to send those out. I made a, I made a blanket with them. Like I made like a collage and stuff with them because I figured, I figured that we're, you know, we're the A team. We were doing, we were doing stuff and like I figured this would just be Christmas party for everybody, but everybody is us. Shit. Wait, so no one's coming. I figured everybody was here. I mean, I feel like we're all here. We, we, there must be a pay-per-view coming up. Should we review it? No. Did we? Did we do one already? Didn't we? Yeah, didn't. Wasn't. Oh, like I know. They did. They did that song, Waterfalls. Fucking um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. That chick. Uh, TLC. We did that. We did. We totally. We totally did TLC. Jimmy. Jimmy. Take this drink. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, oh. Drink. Nice. Oh, thank drink, you. Drink the drink. I'm <laughs> drinking the drink. Ooh, look at this. There's a, there's a, a fucking umbrella in it, dude. You went all out. Mm. You know what that drink represents? What does that represent? I mean, deliciousness is what it represents. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Don't fucking get me started, dude. Are you serious right now with this? We're Thanks, having guys. a Don't Don't fight, it's Christmas. Shut up, Scott! Shut up! We're not... We're, no, we're not doing this right now. We're at a Christmas party. It's, it's the season, okay? And it's not... We're not at Nakatomi Plaza, okay? I don't fucking see... Fucking Steve Urkel's fucking neighbor over here doing doing shit and yelling and stuff. It's not Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. It is Yuletide, motherfucker. Okay, and we're not doing this right now. I wish Steve Urkel was here, man. You know what? You know what I think we need. I think you think Steve Urkel likes cheese. Did I do that? Did I fondue that? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, let's go to a tournament. Christmas. Christmas. Why are you listening to this ins instead of spending time with your family? Because no one likes their family, so they listen to a podcast. 
Oh, Scott, do they have Christmas in Scotland? <laughs> yes, it is a concept we are familiar with. Uh, okay, just making sure we weren't excluding you. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Rogue Opinions Christmas. My name is Nathan, and with me is Christmas Jimmy. Hi, Christmas Jimmy. Ho, 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 ho! Christmas Jimmy's coming a bit strong. Uh, and also Christmas Scott. Hi, Christmas Scott. Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same as I usually am. I just, I've got a new hat. Yeah, he's the same as he always is, except he's drunk. I, like so many people in Christmas movies over the years, I've gained 300 pounds, and I'm in a full Santa getup, and somehow all of my hair is white. So I don't know if that's just an American thing. Maybe I need to see a doctor, but they're expensive here. Yeah, I wouldn't see a doctor. Like You'd be better off seeing a witch doctor over there, or just one of those people that's like, yeah, if you just start drinking green tea and going to the gym, you'll be perfectly healthy. Oh, that's my shaman. My shaman tells me that, but I haven't seen a witch doctor yet. I saw a witch doctor once, but she didn't seem to know what to do. Uh, and for that... those people who got that reference, we're best friends now. Uh, interesting. Anyway, guys, welcome to Christmas. It is Christmas Day here at Rogue Opinions. Me, Scott, and Jimmy are sat around in a circle uh, talking into a microphone, opening presents. Scott, what was your favorite present this Christmas? I had a very disappointing Christmas, you know. All I asked for one simple thing, I said, can I get Kane's book? I, that's all I wanted. And I got, technically, a book by someone the name Kane, but apparently some football player or whatever. I wanted to know about how Kane rose to the ranks and became the mayor of Notts County. I now I've got this pricks book. Uh, you got a book about scoring many goals? I don't care about goals. I care about Notts County. <laughs> Uh, You'd be the only one. <laughs> Jimmy, what was your favorite present? Or least uh, favorite, apparently. Uh, my least my least favorite present was uh, a box that was given to me by uh, one of my roommates. Uh, it, had, uh, it was the same size as the box of the thing that they did want to get me, so they just wrapped it. And when I opened it, it was just this huge, veiny, double-sided dildo. Um, and then yeah. my roommate, my roommate told me that that wasn't what they ordered, but I, I don't believe him. I don't oh. believe him. And I, I, I want to know what that's supposed to, like, if it was just a single sided dildo, I mean, I guess I could go fuck myself, but like, if it's double sided, does, I don't know. Mm. I was really, I was really excited, but now I'm disappointed. Um, because I did get everything I ever wanted for Christmas, but Jimmy just told me that story, and now I wish I had the ability to unhear things. <laughs> so. uh, I, thought, I thought you were going somewhere very different because I totally thought it was going somewhere totally different. <laughs> I mean, I, I was going to say, uh, now I wish I had a double-sided dildo. I mean, yeah, I do totally wish sometimes you could go fuck yourself, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I also asked for the ability to surprise. <laughs> and that was my second favorite present. But, I mean, we, we've, we've fucked around for long enough. Jimmy, literally. And um, it, it is tournament it time. Rude. It would be rude not to use a gift that someone gets you, Nathan. Some people might have eaten far too much food. 
and are now listening to you talk about yourself with a double-sided dildo. <laughs> so there's a lot of Brussels sprouts on a lot of very angry people's faces right now. There's a lot of other things on a lot of other people's faces too, but we won't get into that. I mean, fuck Brussels sprouts anyway, though. Yeah. They are. Oh yeah, can we talk about Brussels sprouts for a second? They're boring. Like, I like- what a I like Brussels sprouts. I don't mind them, but even when you put butter or salt or like anything on them, it's still you still get that distinct yeah. too earthy taste from them. Yeah. Scott, other than being Scottish, why don't you like them? <laughs> well, I just don't like being around people who have just ate them. To be fair, like this bland thing, which is basically it's a tiny fart grenade. That's the best way you can describe it. No, because you, you do the best thing with them. You boil them in a bit of water for a little bit. Here's a rogue opinions. Hot tip. Hot tip for the first time ever. Christmas Day. You boil them in a, in a wee bit of water. You chuck a bit of oil in a frying pan. You ch- chop up a bit of garlic. You throw it in there. You chuck your Brussels sprouts in there. Slice up a wee bit of smoky break, bacon. You chuck it in the pan as well. Five minutes. Chuck it in a bowl. Perfect. Brussels sprouts are an insult to Belgium, honestly. What is Brussels sprouts are like just an embarrassment and like uh like on dinner in general. They shouldn't be around. We're gonna get like we're we're already gonna tournament time in a second, but let's get angry before we tournament because usually we get very angry. Some people get angrier than others, Scott, and uh, (laughs) oh oh Nathan Nathan, my hand is up. Call on me. Call on me. Call no. on me. Uh, why would why would that be? Why would he be angry during a tournament, Nathan? Because because he decided to put Frazier up against the thing that made Frazier famous. Oh, so like when Cheers like ended up winning our tournament bracket for best sitcom and Frazier didn't even make it out of the first round, do you mean that? <laughs> I wanted to say that, but I couldn't remember if Frazier actually won. <laughs> oh no, Scrubs won. Yes, uh, well, I mean, Cheers did better. Did Scrubs win? Yeah, Scrubs yes. won. Oh, it's been a long year. Scott, um, you're at Christmas dinner, and which you will be after you've recorded this podcast, because it's Christmas Day, obviously. What's oh. on your plate? Uh, turkey, uh, some ham joint. Oh, ham, interesting. Uh, a weirdly thing, a thing that I usually, I can't go to Christmas dinner without having it. Pigs and blankets. A lot of meat so far. Many meat. Yeah, not a lot. Four not different lot of meat. meat. I, is it weird that I have Yorkshire puddings with my Christmas dinner? No, it's not weird at all. It might be weird to Jimmy because I can't imagine. Does, do you, Jimmy? Quick question: Do people over there eat Yorkshire puddings? Um, yes, but I mean, I I spend a lot of time looking up recipes and stuff, so I'm assuming that people here eat it. Um, but for for my fellow Americans, they're not talking about like a bowl of like pudding. Pudding, puddings are just sort of desserts over there. I know, guys. I know it's weird. They're you're massively. Now, hold on, I'm talking to the Americans. Talking to the Americans, That's guys. Very... I know it's I know it's weird. I know, but they it's, call them puddings, and it's, it's really more like a roulade sort of thing. It's just sort of like you roll it up, and it's just in a pastry. No, it's not. You don't know what a Yorkshire pudding is, you. There's no pastry involved. You wanted to call me a Yankee, didn't you? No, no, I wanted to call you a fucking idiot. I was trying to be polite. Jimmy clearly doesn't know a lot about food. He keeps his bread in the fridge, for God's sake. Oh, God. Call back to the best moments of 2019 from the A-team. 
Jimmy keeps bread in the fridge. Nice <laughs> psychopath behavior right there. It's longer. It, no, it doesn't. That's not how bread works. That's it how refrigeration mo- works. It gets it, moist and it gets fucked. It does not get moist or yeah, fucked. Of course it does because it's oh, in the fridge. Oh, oh, sir. Sir, I beg to differ. Yo, you can tell it's when Christmas because everyone's fucking angry. <laughs> when I saw the, the Joker when he was clearing out his fridge and that wacky street him, he pulled out a loaf of bread like, see? I'm telling yes. you, pure psychopath oh, behavior. It is, psychopath that, behavior. It is complete insanity. And even, even, even my friend who listened to this podcast as well, Jasmine, shout out to Jasmine, listened to one episode of us. And the only feedback I got was keeping bread in a fridge and then an angry face. Best moments of 2019. Listen, even the smartest people over time, all the geniuses of our time, were ridiculed in their time. And it wasn't until they were long gone that their teachings were passed down. There is no no point in the future. If at any point, here's a rogue opinions, even because rogue opinions is going to last forever. Mm -hmm. If at any point, someone says on the news it is better to keep bread in a fridge than in a cupboard i will bake five thousand loaves of bread into a giant fortress and live in it really yeah five thousand loaves of bread and i'll turn it into a fortress and then i will live in it uh scott what else is on your plate i think that was the question <laughs> a lot of meat what veg- what vegetables do you have very little okay a bit of cranberry sauce some... no bread I sauce i have some stuff in there uh, i don't usually have a sauce i have gravy though so i have oh. some stuff in as well lovely lovely jimmy other than bread what's on your plate at christmas time well, I like to start off with uh, some ham, nice, Ooh. nice spiral cut honey ham, um, and then you know you, you move on. You got, always got to have stuffing in there. You always got to have your gravy, um, some veggies. You got to have a lot of veggies in there. But uh, I, I like to dig into ham on Christmas. I, I think Christmas and ham are sort of synonymous with one another. Uh, that sounds delicious. I like your I like your Christmas plate. Uh, does it all come from the fridge? Would it be better if I said no? It would make me like you more. Then no. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not just here to be angry at each other. We're here for tournament time. And we all love food. And we all love being angry. But we also all love movies. And Christmas movies are some of the best movies of all time. So for once again, one of our tournaments, we are deciding definitively until we do this next year, the best Christmas movie of all time. And there is only one place to start in building our bracket of our eight movies. Don't Die do Hard. it. Die God Hard. Damn Die it. Hard's God in the bracket. Damn it. God damn it. Die Hard's in the bracket. Scott, Santa just fell off of his sleigh above India and crashed and died. I hope you, I, I, don't, I, hope... I don't. I don't care. Like for kids, if you're listening, it's great that you're listening. Santa's not real. And um, whoa, 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 whoa! But Die Hard is real. 
we here at Rogue Opinions do not agree at all with what Nathan just said, kids. We, we, you if you're listening, you no, really no. should want parents to be better at their jobs. But like, yeah, yeah. First off, we have that big E next to us on iTunes calling us explicit for some fucking <laughs> reason. Can't think why. Also, that's a lie. We actually don't have the explicit tag. I was just saying, look it up by the way. We don't, and I don't know how. But <laughs> but uh, also, Die Hard. We're not explicit. We're elegant in our. Yeah, explicit. we we aren't explicit. That's that's Apple's Christmas gift to us. I have no idea how, but we don't qualify. Die Hard's a Christmas movie, Jimmy. I don't care. Scott, mm. do you agree? I would totally agree. Ah, oh, fuck you both. Fuck you both so hard. Oh, no, God damn. Hans Gruber is one of the greatest Christmas characters of all time. He's practically... It's not a Christmas movie. It's a Harry Potter movie. Well, what? He runs around a giant empty building running away from Alan Rickman the whole time. You're going to tell me that that's not a fucking Harry Potter movie? I yeah, but unlike haven't Harry Potter. seen Harry, the final Harry Potter, but I saw the rest. But I'm pretty sure they never ran around a fucking plaza trying to defuse bombs. You didn't see the last movie. You don't fucking know. Uh, that's a fair point. I, I Die, Hard's not a, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. And <laughs> Scott, um, did he run around a giant empty building defusing bombs? No, but that would have made it better, though. To be honest with yeah, you. it would have been. Hey, do you remember that moment where Hans Gruber was being held on by that watch? Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that's not one of the single greatest Christmas moments of our lifetime? Yeah. <sighs> Who are they up against in the first round? Well, that's got to be decided yet, but I'd like to also... Well, Scott, Scott, chuck out a Christmas movie to us. What, what would you like? I've got Die Hard in. What would you like in here? Uh, which I, I just can't remember all the ones that we've got in the brackets. So, well, from what before we started recording, we've got Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. We got Home Alone, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Grinch. Mm-hmm. Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes, I'm right. Santa Claus, the Tim Allen one. Mm-hmm. Just Friends. <laughs> <laughs> which i really feel like people are going to be listening to this wondering how that got in here and, and then, i swear and then there's just and by it, the moon and the stars in the sky we'll get to that and i'll we, be there and then we've just got an open bracket which is designated for jimmy really wants a sitcom special in here but because honestly if you look back onto tv the sitcom Christmas specials are but it's the Christmas that's... movies. That was Listen, the bracket title. You asked me to put in a special, a, a sitcom special. No, I asked you for your recommendations, and you started naming sitcom specials. You're gonna tell me that there's a better song for Christmas than Christmas Infiltrator from this episode of Community? You're a liar. You're a liar. I don't watch Community. So I'm at a massive disadvantage. I'll pause the podcast right now. No, you won't. You won't. All right. What what, what do you want in there? And you can argue for it. But it's going up against Muppets Christmas Carol in the first round. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It can go up against Just Friends. Again. Well, what, what, what do you want? Because you clearly don't believe in your, your sitcoms. If you're, uh, if you're 
so upset that it won't make it out of the first round. What do, what I, do you want? Because we could have Nightmare Before Christmas. We could, even though that's... We could have Bill Murray Scrooge. God, no. Alright, we can't. <laughs> we could have Santa Slay, and we could have Goldberg killing people. What do you want, man? Jimmy, what do you, tell me what you want, other than to watch this YouTube video you've just sent me. <laughs> you guys need to hear this Christmas song. I've heard it. Oh, no, for God's sake. Okay, and I'm just telling you that this episode of Community is probably the best Christmas special that's ever happened. While these guys are listening to the minute and a half that this song is, I will sit here and I will tell you I'm not that Community... Fuck you, Nathan! I'm telling you that Dan Harmon has created some of the greatest Christmas moments in the history of television over the five, six seasons of Community. And one of them was stop motion. One of them was live action. Another one was live action, but it was a musical. Okay? Like, there is more to not only this show, but to Christmas. And All right. You know, you know what? You know what? Scott, if you agree with me, I'm just going to make an executive decision. Jimmy, you can have this Christmas special in the tournament. But it is going up against Muppets Christmas Carol in the first round. Yeah. Yeah? You want it in? Uh, I mean, it's going to lose. We know that. Because Muppets what? Christmas Carol All is right. like top three music if why are we it's gonna lose why decided why? on this before the show started nathan it's in okay it's in it's in it's it's, it's done okay okay so let's just go on let's go into the first round and let's just randomly jump in and let's go two heavyweights the grinch versus die hard now this is the um dr seuss's the grinch stole christmas featuring jim carrey Yes, this is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. No, okay. All right, all right. Just making sure because there are a few versions of it. All right, it's, it's Jim Carrey specifically The Grinch. Now, straight off, one of them perfectly executes a heist and the other perfectly ruins a heist. <laughs> the, the Grinch did steal Christmas. He just gave it back. I mean, he was John McClane. He was successful, and John McClane was successful in stopping the heist of what was it Nama- Nagatomi, Nagatomi Plaza. Nagatomi Plaza. He was successful in ruining Hans Gruber's heist. So a heister versus a heist ruiner. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, hmm. The, the the Jim Carrey Grinch loses points for that whole "Where are you, Christmas?" number they have right in the middle. Uh, that I hate that scene so much. Why? Just well, just cause. Oh, okay. Say no more. Because and... plus the girl who plays Cindy Lou who for the majority of that film is just annoying. Um, she's a bitch, isn't she? Yeah, totally. Doesn't even grow into her nose yet. Well, well, we're not gonna body shame anyone. They're who? They're who's? All right, I won't have this discrimination against the who, the people of Whoville. What? I was singing the who. Oh, it sounded like you were yawning or something. Like you were. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I, thought you, I thought you suddenly developed a stutter or something. Oh, that's insulting. I didn't make that song. 
<laughs> but whoever did, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, the Who's are... Are they human? No. Or are they dancing? They're, they're Who's. Ah, oh, I love it. Took me a second, but... Yeah, I'll give yeah, you that, 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 that took me a second. Oh, well, no, that, that was good. We're, we're, high, we're in the same room, so we're high-fiving at the moment, because that's the best joke of the whole podcast. Yeah. That was good. That was good. I thought it was all around. And now, we're shaking, now we're just firmly doing handshakes. It's pretty Doctor. good. It's pretty Doctor. good. But, Doctor. Um, are they... Are the, are the who's human? No. What are they? What are they? That's actually well, a good question. What the fuck are them. they? It would specify that they're who's if they were just human. They are... Uh, according to the movie, this entire movie takes place on a snowflake. So if you want 2019... <laughs> to be all into the, where this movie takes place and the fact that they're so offended that a person of color tried to steal Christmas from them. Um, oh, God, it, that's such a metaphor, isn't it? Within the person, it of, the person of isn't color had to apologize they are and give it back. Microscopic, multi-celled organisms who have created a society and they are celebrating Christmas all year. For them, all year, because once they hit the ground and start to melt, it's like that movie 2012, except, like, good. Um, <laughs> and what they're doing here is uh, they are creating, I think it's an allegory, right? I, I'm getting that. I think I might be getting that right. It's an allegory for what we're going through today, okay? You have an angry guy of color who lives on his hill, all alone, naked with his dog. You have the white, you have the white who people who live down in whoville who just want to be happy good they are all white aren't they they are every single one of them it's a ron howard movie so like of course, of course they're all white. okay no yeah, yeah okay. except for the grinch who's green i mean he, grinch even guy. says at one point somebody refuses to get my life he says it's because i'm green isn't it oh god and then john mcclain just tried to save loads of people from getting blown up no, but but the Grinch proved that green lives matter in this movie. He did. So like I think that that's Cindy... an even bigger message than than Christmas ever is. I don't know if it is because the Grinch the Grinch did steal Christmas, and the Who's were so materialistic that losing their presence ruined Christmas. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like ruining presents. Like you lost a mess. Why would why were they celebrating? If they're microscopic, as we just discussed, why were they even celebrating Christmas? It's a Christian holiday. But they none of them were really. I didn't well, see a church in that single. I mean, they don't care about the religious aspect, their material, so they just care about the retail side of it. The whole but idea I mean, of yeah, it's more like Saturnalia. It's more so Saturnalia. It's than so it's stealing the materialistic aspect of Christmas. But then the Grinch also gave it back. Yeah, because... Okay, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> if it was 2019... It does, actually. And we talk about... It's, 20, it's 2019, and someone tried to be the Grinch. How quickly would they get murdered? It depends on what country you're talking about. Uh, well, it, it, it's, it was set... Uh, I know it was set on a snowflake, so let's go for the biggest snowflake nation. It was set in New Jersey, America. <laughs> if this How snowflake landed, 
if this snowflake landed in a Walmart parking lot anywhere in New Jersey, the, the Grinch, the Grinch wouldn't have made it out of his cave because SEAL Team 6 would have went in and we would have won the fucking freedom just like we did in May of 2011. Goddamn America. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. But a hench-ripped, vest-wearing cop, he would... Like, we got to believe he, he would stop that heist. Hans Gruber's heist wouldn't have gone forward. Alan Rickman and his bad British accent. <laughs> He is no American, American, American accent. Sorry, American accent. Um, God, his American accent was so bad. It was like, ah, well, that raises an interesting question for me, though. Are there actual British people who don't have a good British accent? What do you mean? Like, you know how, like, like I have a terrible British accent because I'm from New Jersey, and well, you're not British. Exactly, but like, my also my New Jersey accent is sort of like it could be anything dude you know like who knows but like just you vamping it up like you sound very new york when you talk but then to me and me and scott are both british we're we're from very opposite ends of britain like i'm not from where i live i'm from essex which Mm -hmm. is very much south of where i actually live and scott's obviously from you are from glasgow aren't you yeah yeah, so we sound very different, but we're both technically British. Mm, I mean, for me, you, I don't sound too Scottish until, unless I'm very angry about something, and then you can really tell. But Scott, Scott, try and do an Essex accent. Try and do my accent. <laughs> uh, okay, this would just be me just doing an impression of yeah, you, just, basically. Just give it a go. <clears throat> What's going, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I know how it is. God, that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know so I guess technically, yeah, because Scott can't do my accent, but we're both British. Well, why don't you try and do mine then? Oh, yes. Oh, if, God. If you're playing the uh, Rogue Opinions bingo at home, um, let's make sure that we check off uh, Made Fun of Scotland. And Nathan has mentioned he's from Essex. I mean, and I've also mentioned that I'm from New Jersey. So, I mean... Have you seen the recent election in the, U- in the UK? I mean, Scotland already had a hard time with it this week. <laughs> oh, how how hard is it that you guys have, like, your own Donald Trump? Oh, for God's sake, we're pretending it's Christmas Day. Oh, <laughs> okay, a few weeks ago. I don't... <laughs> All right, the Grinch will die hard. Grinch. After everything you said in your voting for the Grinch, you basically ransacked the fucking Grinch. But it's delightful and I love it. And it makes me feel like Christmas. Die Hard makes me feel like, especially because this movie came out in June. No, it's uh, still a Christmas movie. That's, it is yeah. not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. No, the movie came out in June and it just happens to happen on Christmas. No, just because if nine eleven if nine eleven happened on oh, December twenty fifth No and you want it hold on no you go with me on this one. Just because you're from fucking New York, you don't get to invoke the I'm 9/11 from New card. Jersey, good sir. Okay. I know a lot of people in New York who would be really pissed off at me if I said I was from New York. Yeah, they dedicated a whole How I Met Your Mother episode to that. Yeah, but I don't care about those people or How I Met Your Mother. So you don't get to suddenly go, yeah, but 9-11 happened, so Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Listen, first of all... You don't get to bring it up. 
It's that's big... insulting to everyone's memory. First of all, first of all, it's been fifteen years. We can we can move on as a people. Fifteen all, years. What year do you think it is? Let's see. Two thousand one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eighteen years. I was off by three years. <laughs> Whatever. It's been over fifteen years, and we can move on as a people. Okay. I mean, we also, if if nine eleven had happened on twelve twenty five. Do you think when they made fucking United 93 or whatever, then that would be a Christmas movie? No, because it'd be super depressing. Okay. What has any of this got to do with dialogue? Because if that's on the closet was a real thing that happened. Am I missing something? You're on about some fucking film about a green prick who lives on a snowflake. And then a film about a cop stopping a heist in the 80s. And you're bringing up 9-11. Yeah, because because the movie happened in June. Okay, Nathan, you can't blame Jimmy for bringing up 9/11 because I can. Mo- most most Americans will bring up 9/11 if they're losing an argument. No yeah, matter they what are they're losing it. Damn right. It is a Christmas like, movie. Die Hard is in the National Film Registry for a start, for its contributions for film, and its fact that it is seen as a Christmas movie. The Grinch is just a boring story about an antisocial weirdo who stole some presents. He committed a crime. John McClane solved a crime. Earlier this summer, Bruce Willis weighed in on the Christmas movie debate uh, debate and settled it once and for all by saying Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It's a goddamn Bruce Willis movie. So if John McClane yeah. himself so says Bruce it isn't a Christmas movie... Bruce Willis is also a prick who no one wants to work with. Case closed, gentlemen. Okay, you, Case vote, closed. you voted. You voted for the green. Scott, which way are you voting? Well, I, well, first off, on the one hand, I do think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But I prefer the Grinch. <laughs> Are you voting for the Grinch? Yeah. Yes! Fuck yeah! Boom! Doesn't matter why I think. No, 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 no! Please tell the people. Tell the people what you voted for. Did right. you already vote, Nathan? Yeah, I voted for Die Hard. Oh yeah, you did. You voted for what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Die Hard. Die Hard? Oh, oh, that that's a shame. I don't like you guys. <laughs> If you weren't my family, I wouldn't spend Christmas here. <laughs> anyway, up next, Jingle All the Way against Home Alone. Straight away, I'm voting for Home Alone. This is a difficult one for me, and I'm going to be quiet for the rest of this debate. On the one so, hand, Jingle All the Way has Arnie running down the street singing the names of all the reindeers, which is just perfect. And also, I kind of prefer Home Alone 2 to Home Alone 1. Because the first 10 minutes, Home Alone doesn't, in my opinion, the first one doesn't get truly good until the parents leave. I'm glad you asked. Um, I really prefer I Home <laughs> I massively just prefer Home Alone. And I know I said I was going to be quiet in this debate, but then Scott started talking. And I realized I had to interfere and make this better. Uh, Home Alone is simply superior in every way because it's about survival. And if there's one thing we know about survival, Jimmy, what's the first thing we know about Christmas? That it happens in December. Survival. 
Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what Home Alone is all about. Do you and it's attempted murder. Do you know, well, no, because... That I'm child pretty, tries to kill those two guys. Jimmy, where is Home Alone based? What state? Uh, shit. Uh, uh, Illinois. Illinois. Illinois, Sorry? yeah. Illinois. I'm pretty sure that's a stand your ground state. It and, isn't. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a stand your ground state. I'm pretty sure it's a state of people and, uh, who talk about game because hold on, hold on. from there. Let's let's weigh let's weigh what country has more like mass shootings and we can talk about what states are stand your ground states real quick. Florida is pretty much it. Okay. First off, you said, what, Jimmy, repeat what you just said. You said, you said which countries? Which countries have more mass shootings? And then you said Florida. First off, against your argument, is Florida a country? May as well be. No, it, yeah, I mean, it should be at this point, yeah. But it's not. I'm pretty sure that Illinois well, I, is what I, said, what I said in my entirety was, let's talk about, if you want to talk about where stand your ground states are let's talk about you know countries that have the most mass shootings and whatnot and, and then you said florida and then in my country where florida exists what now, has this got to do with uh, either of these films set in florida stop bringing up what does this have to do with anything because with you the films up. we're talking about neither of these films take place in florida you brought up stand your ground yeah, and I'm pretty I mean, sure Illinois is a stand-your-ground state. Did you say, Nathan, I know we're not talking about it, but Home Alone 2 is partly based in Florida, because... Yeah, but we're not talking about Home Alone 2, we're talking about Home Alone. Yeah, no, but you're talking random bullshit, so I thought I would too. I'm not, I'm, I'm, bringing, this, I'm bringing the arguments home, but Jimmy, first off, is calling Florida a country, which it's not, and... Isn't dispute Illinois? I'm pretty sure is a stand your ground state. And as I said, but you probably hear the people talking over I'm pretty sure it's a state where people talk a big game because Kevin talks a lot of shit, and you know, seeing punks from there. <laughs> yeah, that is that's a that's a, that's a good counterpoint. But uh, jingle all the way. I mean, it's got Arnie in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's got a lot else going for it in terms of Christmas. Does it really resonate, Scott? For you, or Scott? For you, what is the Christmas spirit all about? It's about Phil Hartman. He's in Jingle <laughs> All the Way, and he's not in Home Alone. And also, the Big Show is in Jingle All the Way. Oh, Big Show is in Jingle All the Way. I mean, the debut, by the way, of the WMD knockout punch is in that movie when he punches the little Santa. Uh, Jimmy, what what's Christmas all about for you? When you think about these two films, what's it all about? Between these two films, I think that um, Christmas is really about making the people in your life happy. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, for all of his faults, he just tries to make a person happy by getting a Turbo Man doll for the person that's special in his life. And that's just an excellent point. Um, <laughs> actually, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I had to reach so far into my ass to not take Home Alone for that one because I didn't want you to be like exactly. Well, wait, are survival. you vote, are you voting for are you voting for Jingle All the Way? 
I'm just against you for the rest of the podcast. What did I do? Oh, let's listen back to the last 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. You won. You got the Grinch true. Die Hard's gone. Mm, I just don't, I don't like that tone. I don't know. It's not very Christmassy. You know what? <laughs> it's, it, I think it's perfect. <laughs> Christmas is all about, as I said, bringing families together. And if you bring families together, there is inevitable conflict. Who is the master of conflict? I'm glad you asked. It's the big show. You might think he's on your side. I'm whilst sorry, you're playing, whilst, you, whilst you're playing Monopoly, we all said the big show is in Jingle on the Way, right? Mm-hmm. No, I know, I know. I okay, know. thank you. You might be playing Monopoly and you think, oh, he's on my side. He's going to help me get... There are no teams in Monopoly. Superman for himself. No, no, no. But you might be working together and he might help you get... Um, Scott, what's one of the blues in Monopoly? I don't fucking know. I've not played that game in years. Yeah, I don't play Monopoly a lot. He might help you get one of the expensive ones, but then he might turn heel and he might crush you. And that's not what Christmas is all about. Whereas Kevin McAllister, he's prepared for the Big Show's schemes. The Big Show, the reason I'm going to vote for Home Alone is if the Big Show was in Home Alone, he would die immediately. But no one dies in Home Alone. So he would just get knocked out. Probably by a, a hilarious prank. So I'm going to vote for Home Alone. And I'm done. Scott, which way are you leaning? Mm, I don't know. Uh, fuck, I do know. I'm, I'm, I'm voting for Jingle all the way. You can't... N- the other thing... I know I said I'm done, but I'm not done. You're never as, done. As a young child, if you had the opportunity to be Home Alone... Mm-hmm. regardless of if the wet bandits were after you, would you not take that so that you could eat margarita pizza and watch R-rated movies? That's all Kevin McAllister wanted. That's a he, boy's dream. The opportunity. That's a add... boy's dream. He didn't take the opportunity. You're going to take his him. dream away from him, Scott? Do you hate children? Some of them. <laughs> That's just the personal experience. Oh, I'm going back for home alone. Well, I'm going for Jingle because it's a heartfelt story about Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to make his son happy so his son won't grow up to be Darth Vader. Jimmy, which way are you going? Oof. Um, I'm going to have to go with Home Alone. Yes! <laughs> I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to do it, but... I just can't vote for Jingle All the Way over Home Alone. Thanks. I God. just can't. I love Jingle All the Way so, so much, but Home Alone is just the better film. Oh, thank God. Which one has Troy McClure in it? Oh, he's dead. Oh. Oh, that's too far. Oh, my God. <laughs> Although that's how you discredit the argument. I bet he's dead, though. Well, it wasn't the argument because I'd already won. So it was just a, sent- a statement. But to the bottom end of the bracket, the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen version, against Just Friends. <coughs> this is a real... This is what I'm going to call this the bullshit end of the bracket. No, it's, it's Just Friends. It's Why all day forever. It's Just Friends. The Santa Claus is a really interesting thing, though, because... Tim Allen wasn't... 
it really brings you know how Ric Flair always says to be the man, you've got to beat the man. <laughs> that is literally what Santa Claus is. It is the Santa Claus. If you kill Santa, you become Santa. <laughs> no one really talks about that. That is literally the film. <laughs> Nathan, to conquer Santa, you must become Santa. That's what Tim Allen does. He becomes Santa because he conquered Santa. Which leads me to believe that the Santa Claus is so powerful that it can infiltrate other medium forms, media forms. And that if Ryan Reynolds dies, he might become Santa. I mean, most I, things are better with Brian Reynolds. What if Sa- what if Ryan Reynolds Brian became? Reynolds. What if Ryan Reynolds and Jess Friends became Santa because of the Santa Claus? I mean, he was already fat in his past, so he would mm. he would mind the whole sudden weight gain. The other thing is, what? How powerful is the Santa Claus? Because that's what the film's about. If you slip and die in a Target, does Target become Santa Claus? No, I would I would assume that the team leader, whoever's on duty at the time, would be like the de facto Santa Claus, because I guess there's got to be a hierarchy. Well, do you think the spirit of Santa Claus would watch Tim Allen die in your Target store, slip over to wherever you hang the rotor, check who's team leader, and then find that person and turn them into Santa? Do you... Like, do you have one area leader or do you have one overall one overall duty manager? We have multiple managers. Yes, yeah, that's why it's going to get complicated. Who becomes that? Like Santa Claus is so powerful at that point. Can it even handle a task that strong? That's what we got to decide here. Because just friends, they are just friends. Ryan Reynolds is fat for a little bit. Um, who else is in the Scott? Who else is in the film? Hey. Anna Ferris is in the film. All right, Anna Ferris is in the film, and um, Amy she... Smart. Yeah, Amy Smart. She's super smart. Could she become Santa Claus? Sure. I mean, I... we live in a progressive world. I haven't really. I don't remember Jess Friends in any great way. And I swear. <laughs> And, By uh, the moon and the stars in the I, sky. I do remember that. Shut your mouth, Nathan. I if the Santa the Santa Claus and is I swear. a Claus, I'm gonna vote for Santa Claus because I think it's too powerful. If anything else, if you die or if you can't be Santa, the person that caused that to happen becomes Santa. That's the Christmas spirit because it's all about responsibility. It's a hierarchy. If that person belief you in the family can't do that thing, well, fuck, you're going to have to go pick up that relative. Or you're going to have to go and pick up that bullshit that we need on Christmas Day. That's what Christmas is all about. Just Friends, it's just a film about Ryan Reynolds not being super fucking sexy. Yeah, I know. and? They managed to convince you that Ryan Reynolds isn't sexy. I mean, what more do you need? I need Christmas to be uneasy amounts of trouble. And that's what the Santa Claus brings. Also, Tim Allen sucks. I know. 
but for fair, he's better than most of the other, the rest of the cast in that movie. Other than Bernard, <laughs> he's great. Oh, fuck. Scott's making big strides. I'm going to vote for Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm going with Just Friends. All day. Why is it always me? Why is it always Uh, left to me? First of all, fuck you. I was the one who had to do the tiebreaker on the last, on the very last one that we just did. I'm not talking about, that's why I'm talking about, in general, most of these fucking tournaments always seems, more than not, seems to be left to me. Um, mostly because it's hard to get a word in edgewise between me and Nathan. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> you get no arguments from me. Then. <laughs> so where are, we just, go- where are you guys going? I've gone Santa Claus. Where are you going? Just friends. Scott? Oh, God. And I swear. If you die. By the moon and the stars in the sky. Whoever kills you will become Santa. I'm not Santa. <laughs> They're going to get reindeers, Scott. You're going to be able to leave reindeers on people. That's a lot of One of them, one of them Scott, is probably Randy, and you don't want to if you die trying to deep fry a Mars bar, the Mars bar becomes Santa. Okay, for that I'm going to first. Last round of the first round, The Muppets Christmas Carol, a classic against some fucking intruder. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. It is called the season three community Christmas special known as regional holiday music. Okay. Dan Harmon crafted uh, a very intriguing Christmas special. It's a musical episode where the leader of the Glee Club, after a bus crash that he caused, uh, killed the entire Glee Club. He's He's trying to take the entire study group, which are the main characters of the show, if you haven't seen it, and they start to get turned by the Glee Club because they're trying to qualify for regionals. And when asked what regionals are, they're this close, Pierce. Okay? And beyond the episode and all of the other Christmas episodes that are so good over the course of the run of Community, for the rap song alone... It is way, way, way better than anything, anywhere, of any time, because it shows a young Donald Glover being Childish Gambino on network television. The the video itself is fantastic. It does a lot of character work, and it creates that epic story circle that Dan Harmon is so known for when it comes to community, Rick and Morty, and yes... The animated film that won uh, an Emmy or two Emmys, Monster House. I think Community, of all of its Christmas specials, I think this one was the strongest one. And it's just, it's hilarious to this day. And I must have watched it 1,800 times. Great. It's not a movie. So I'm going to vote for Muppets Christmas Carol. That's all I've got. (laughs) I figured that was going to happen. I don't. Scott, you got any? I don't watch Community, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I I did watch Community. I know the way he's talking about, and I will agree in one part that the rap song is amazing. It is good. However, going deep cover past enemy lines, making everybody. However, I prefer the stop motion animation Christmas special from the season before, because it gets real emotional. It really touches the heartstrings towards the end, where you realize why. Ahmed believes everything's in animation. 
And secondly, it is a fool's game to put anything, even this, against Muppets Christmas Carol. It is a fucking classic, and I will hear no nothing else said against it. It is a classic. Like it is, it's what it's what the Christmas spirit really is, which is just a lot of puppets. I think I do have to put it on the record, though, that I totally agree, but I had to fight for community. Just a he little did. bit. Just to, to peel back the curtain for everyone, we were planning what films we kind of wanted included in this bracket before this podcast, and Jimmy wouldn't shut up about having a Christmas special from a sitcom in here. That's bullshit. No, I said I like to watch tv specials rather than movies because i'm more of a tv guy but the bracket's called movies yeah but then i got asked if we want to peel that curtain back brother brother i got asked which one i would prefer and i started with abed's uncontrollable christmas from season two which the only reason i didn't go with that scott is because they rip on lost at the end and i have a lost tattoo and i can't vote for anything that has like what does he say? He says it's um, it represents uh, oh fuck he they uh, they unwrap the Christmas present and it's lost season one at the end and he goes it represents uh, missed conclusions or something like that something disparaging towards lost and I can't I, I, I can't vote for that. Just well, can't. it's not in the bracket and you also can't vote for this because it's gone. It's out. It's gone. Muppets Christmas Carol. No argument really made for Muppets Christmas Carol. So all its power is left for the semi-finals. And we got some big hitters left, apart from one, uh, which we will get to in the <laughs> next round. Because it's, it's Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, the bloodthirsty wet bandits killer himself. He, tried, he, he drops a brick on them in the second one, and that would definitely kill him. We're anyone. not talking about the second one. We're only talking about the first one. I'm just saying, the he, one's did, he did up his game. From the front, like, no. he definitely had. <laughs> Against the Grinch, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Cindy Woohoo. We still don't know what a who is. Uh, who, 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 who. Uh, I really want to know. Against Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister just wanted margarita pizza and to watch gangster movies. The Grinch just wanted to be left alone with his little dog. Uh, many memes in The Grinch. I mean, Scott, where, where are you at? Home Alone, The Grinch. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know, like I said, I prefer the second Home Alone, whereas as much as I like The Grinch for Jim Carrey, like, they drag out the middle part a lot. Let me, can I, can I ask you two a question? Because I don't think I've talked enough this podcast. No, clearly not. I mean, you're Fairly mute. The You're Grinch. preparing to talk more, so if I could just speak for a second, and um, the Grinch's whole mission was to steal Christmas. Uh huh. And he succeeds. If the Grinch tried to steal Christmas from Kevin McAllister, could he steal that Christmas? Ooh. Could he steal Kevin McAllister's Christmas? Now, are we talking Kevin McAllister at nine years old in the first movie, or are we talking we're talk- Kevin no, McAllister at talking- 34? No, we're talking. We're not talking Macaulay Culkin these days, whose Christmas is hot Asian wife. We're talking 
Kevin McAllister. We're talking if the Grinch had to steal Kevin McAllister from Home Alone One's Christmas. Well, if the Grinch stepped through the door and that blowtorch that said Joe Pesci's head on fire was there, I mean, the Grinch is all for heat burst in the flames. Jimmy, what do you think? Because I have my ideas. I think, okay, so we don't exactly know the extent of the Grinch's power. Um, we don't know how much damage he can actually take. We don't know if he can take more or less damage than the average human. Um, and Macaulay Culkin's character, Kevin McAllister, is a diabolical suicide, like uh, a homicidal genius. He's just, he's able to, he's like MacGyver when it comes to like getting people away from his house, especially the pizza guy, which if you don't know it, ladies and gentlemen, please go back and watch that scene with the, the pizza man where he plays the scene from the, the, uh, the, the, the mob movie. Can He's the change of killed the animal. Just quickly. Has anyone in the history planet ever described MacGyver as genocidal? Before I mean, he could be. This moment. <laughs> you said Kevin McAllister is... Did you say did you say genocidal and then you went, he's like homicidal so homicidal and then you went he's like MacGyver. <laughs> the man could build a bomb out of a cat, a piece of gum, and some copper wiring. So I think that Jesus. if he wanted to be, uh, I think if he wanted to be, you know, I mean, how he how MacGyver wasn't included in the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny, um, we will never understand. I don't As even know what that is. So, okay. You've never heard the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny. Can you just Home Alone or the Grinch? Where are you going? Home Alone. Okay. So wait, Scott, who did you go for? I didn't go for anyone. I was trying to see how. Because I, I want to, I want to present this because I really wanted to present a scenario. Yeah, the I Grinch. Really... Oh, sorry, go on, Scott. You go. It's like I said, these are both very good. Films, but I prefer different versions of them. Cause like, I say we sound, we sound like an idiot, but like, like I may sound like a dick here, but I prefer the like original like cartoon Grinch. That's my favorite of all the Grinches, and plus I prefer Home Alone too. So if I had to choose between the two, I think it'd probably be Grinch. And Jimmy, who did you go for? Home Alone. Oh, good. It does come down to me. <laughs> This is all I've ever wanted. But uh, if I could present a scenario rather than an answer to this question. Home Alone is all about Kevin McAllister. He he wants to be alone at Christmas. That's Kevin McAllister's whole ploy. He wants his family gone. The Grinch wants to steal Christmas. What would happen, do you think, if there was a knock at the door... And Kevin McAllister answered that door, and it was just a dog. It was just a the dog, the Grinch's dog was just sat there in his antlers. How likely do you think that was a distraction? The Grinch is in the house and he's stolen Christmas. Probably pretty likely. He was very like the Grinch was like almost like chomping at the bit. He's a cat burglar to use the dog. Yeah, the dog is a distraction, and that was my original thought. But then I realized what Kevin McAllister's Christmas really was. It was the family that he thought he didn't want. Because the whole point of of Home Alone was that Kevin McAllister didn't want his family to be there. But then he missed them. 
after he had his margarita pizza in his gangster movies, he wanted his family. And then I thought, could the Grinch steal Kevin McAllister's family? And I think I think he could. Which is why I'm going to vote for the Grinch. Because I think the Grinch could steal Kevin McAllister's family. Which is what Kevin McAllister's Christmas really was. He wanted that family. So I'm going to vote for the Grinch. That's not how I thought it would act. I thought you were going to go with... Uh, I thought you were going to go with Home Alone. Well, I just... I just realised Kevin McAllister actually in the end wanted his family. And I think the Grinch could steal his family. And the Grinch can steal Christmas, as we already know. Because he, he did steal Christmas. And he just gave it back. So I also think he could human kidnap some people. And he's also got a dog, and I like dogs. <laughs> uh, so, the other side of the bracket to the bullshit part of the bracket. Again, just friends against the Muppets Christmas Carol. You guys go, because I've got nothing on this. Just friends. Let's go. All day. All day. It's a man who grew up an outcast, who came home... Not during Thanksgiving, not during Fourth of July, not during any other time of the year where like families would be together. He came home and because the Christmas spirit was so powerful, he he got stuck at home with a pop star, a slutty pop star, and he found the true meaning of Christmas. His family and his high school crush that he never, ever, 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 ever got over. And it's also Ryan Reynolds. Muppet Christmas Carol is fine, but we've seen that story been told a hundred different times. And I think that Just Friends happens to be the, uh, the right place, the right place in my heart where Christmas is the most warm. Jason, if you'll allow me now before the you're the one oh, I've got, I've, got, I've got fuck all on this. So okay. Nuts. okay, then. Now, Jimmy, I will agree that the story of the Christmas Carol has been told many, many times. But I will also argue that there is no finer telling of this story than with the Muppets Christmas Carol. Because I will see your I swear, and I will raise you, there is only one more sleep till Christmas. This is the seminal movie to watch on Christmas Eve. For that song alone. It's got Michael Caine as fucking Scrooge. The best Scrooge there has ever been. And I will argue that to the death. And just... This is just a classic film. And as much as I like Ryan Reynolds... He can't possibly top the Muppets Christmas Carol. I I couldn't disagree with you more. I just... I, I honestly just believe that, like... Returning home, like the story of a person who's gone so far out of his way to try and distance himself from the man that he was. I'm sorry, the boy that he was before he left. And when he returns as a man, he finds out that he never should have left home. And he really should have stayed behind and grew that life that he desperately wanted the most. And he comes back and he's super hot and he's jacked and he's ripped and he's Ryan fucking Reynolds. And he's got all the money. And he turns down 
a pop star who is throwing herself at him, even for just the night, to try and take something away from Chris Klein, which is honestly all I've ever wanted was for someone to take something away from Chris Klein because that man is not nearly as good. I'm looking at you, Chris Klein, for all the bullshit you gave us during the last season of The Flash. You definitely deserve to get your girl taken by Ryan Reynolds because he used to be fat and he's not fat anymore and now he's hot. And that's the true meaning of Christmas. He comes home and he finds who he should have been the entire time. It's a spiritual Christmas movie. And I think that even Muppet Christmas Carol, nothing compares. And I swear. No, you're, you know, you're, you're right, Jimmy. Jimmy, you've what? just brought this back full circle to what it should be. And you've just made me realize exactly what Christmas is. And it's about doing what is right. So, Scott, I'm going to ask you one question. I need one answer. If Chris Klein and Frank Oz were to have a fist fight, Mm -hmm. who would win? Oh, Frank Oz. You think Frank Oz would win? Frank Oz is wiry. Jimmy, who who would win? Between Frank Oz and Chris Klein? Yeah, exactly. Who would win? All right, I'm going to say who I think would win, but I'm also going to give a reason why. I believe Frank Oz would win because I would be near in the audience and I would stab Chris Klein in the face until he died. Exactly. Looking at you, Chris Klein, for the last season of The Flash, Cicada was garbage. Exactly. And that's what Christmas is all about. It's about finding answers to simple questions as a family. And that's what we are. Which is why the Muppets Christmas Carol moves on. That's three yes. votes for Muppets Christmas Carol. Fuck! <laughs> is the seminal Christmas Eve yeah. film. For so many years, that question has angered people on, on Christmas. Frank Oz or Chris Klein in a fist fight. And Chris Klein wasn't in Muppets Christmas Carol. But he is the voice of... Of Miss Piggy, so <laughs> which is a character in Muppets Christmas Carol. So we found an answer, and that brings us on to the final. You guys ready for the final? Mm-hmm. Scott, I'm going to ask you again. Scott, are you ready for the fucking Christmas film final? Yes, I am ready to argue Muppets Christmas Carol till the death. Okay, that's amazing to hear. May I, the Grinch. May I? May I? May I? Can I do, do the it, thing? Do whatever you want. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the evening. Thank you. The Grinch against Muppet's Christmas Carol. Now, Jimmy, I suspect I know where you're going to lean. Uh, I think you're going to be voting for the Grinch. Am I right? Never assume you know. Never assume you know what I'm going to do. <sighs> well, just when you think I know the answer, I've changed the question. Oh, for fuck's sake! I know who you're not going to vote for. Checking. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I love that you responded to a CM Punk quote with a CM Punk quote. 
Yes. <laughs> I, ha- I have millions of quotes, but no sensible answers. Jimmy, it's a uh, Scott. I know who you're going to vote for. You're going to vote for the Muppets, right? Of course. So, Jimmy, you're my focus. Because I don't think okay. you're going to vote the same way as me. So as any good politician, I would target you with propaganda. Jimmy, in The Muppets Christmas Carol, Frank Oz, Jerry Nelson, Steve Whitmere and Dave Goles play several characters. Am I correct in saying that? Well, considering you're probably reading from the Wikipedia page, I'm sure you you have to be. You know what's weird is I'm actually not. <laughs> no way! <laughs> the way that you read that was like you were actually reading it. No, I've got... Seriously, I've got nothing up in front of me. I just know that off the top of my head. <laughs> that is, makes me feel like a real fucking loser. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> But I do know for a fact that Michael Caine only voices one character. But when we go back to the green, I actually promise I'm not reading anything. <laughs> but it really we- sounded it really sounded like you were just being a, like a cunt about it, and you were just like, "Well, what if I told you that this movie only made a hundred forty-eight million dollars or whatever it was." Those are the only five people I know are in the Muppets Christmas Carol off the top of my head. And I know that Michael Caine only voices one of them. I don't know anyone else in that film. (laughs) But yeah, I realized as soon as you said it, I was like, man, I sound like a prick. (laughs) Can you do a good Michael Caine? Give me a second. I can hear your Michael Caine impression. Do one from The Dark Knight if you have to. What does he say in The Dark Knight? Can you give me a sentence? I've only seen that film once. Oh, yes, sir. The Lamborghini. Much more conspicuous. Well, that's really bad because I was born near where he lives, but I don't... <laughs> Lamborghini, what... sir. Uh, what was the line? Uh, oh, yes. The Lamborghini, sir. Much more conspicuous. Uh, Michael Caine. Oh, yes, the Lamborghini. <laughs> oh, yes, the Lamborghini. No, I can't do Michael Caine. Is he supposed to be James Bond? Or what? Like, what is... No, I don't, know. I don't know. That's really bad because I'm pretty sure I was born right near where he lives. The Lamborghini, sir. The Lamborghini, According to Nathan's impression of him, fucking Michael Caine's from the same part of England as Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at acting. <laughs> oh god, I'm, you know what's bad? I've just, um, I think I'm just trying too hard because <laughs> he he was born. I'm turning my mic off. I'm laughing too hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> I've broken. I've officially broken Jimmy. Yeah, I think you've broken us. Um, that's really bad because he was born. I think I'm just trying too hard because he was born like 30 miles away from me. I'm fucking crying. 
I'm fucking <laughs> crying. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> do I do I not just sound like I'm from the same part as Michael Caine? He was literally born thirty three miles away from where I was born. <laughs> if the internet is correct. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to try doing my Michael Caine impression, but I think I know better. Mine. <laughs> My name is Michael Kane. That's so much better. What were you doing the last time? I was trying to read. Do what? I was literally born, according to Google, thirty-three miles away from Michael Kane. Oh my, my name is Michael Kane. <laughs> the Lamborghini, sir. The Lamborghini, sir. What we got to argue? The Grinch against the fucking. Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> so is he Danny Dyer now? Fuck off, Scott. No one gives a shit about your fucking country. <laughs> we mean my country, Danny Dyer's not Scottish. <laughs> Can you just argue the fucking Grinch against the fucking I've heard, Muppets? I've been, I've been. Grinch. The fucking Grinch. Against oh the my god. Guy. He only voices one cunt in the entire fucking film. Frank Oz voices like 58 fucking people. And I don't even remember who Jerry Nelson fucking was. Is this Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels or something? Like, what are we... I was born in the same city, Jimmy, so it probably fucking is. It probably fucking is, dude. (laughs) This is where I'm fucking from, all right? I don't give a shit. The Muppets is shit. The Grinch wins. He steals their entire fucking Christmas, all right? I don't know. Jessica Fox was in it. She did some shit. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm still recovering. That was the best moment in Rogue Opinions history. Was when we realized that Nathan can't do an accent from the actual accent that he was fucking born. (laughs) (laughs) And you realized. To be fair, realizing I was born 33 miles away from Michael Caine is a bit of a nice feeling. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. To be honest, guys, have either of you got anything to say on this argument? Or is it just me? No, right, uh, it's, my... just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. It's mean, just me. I've um, made a lot, of feedback, a lot of my arguments in the semi-final, which they all still stand. I don't remember what you said, so can you repeat some of them? Grinch, this... Muppet. I think the Grinch could... You think the Muppets Christmas Carol, it's all about their Christmas. I think the Grinch could steal their Christmas. Yeah, but they're not as materialistic as the Who's. The whole thing is a musical that's all about love and being with people at Christmas. The whole yeah. thing, the tragic scene proves it's not about how much you've got, it's who you're with. That is the true spirit of Christmas, I'm telling you right there. Yeah, but do the Muppets observe Christianity? It's not about the Christianity aspect, it's about being together. I think it is about the Christianity, because the Muppets well, themselves, yes, well, they're yes, puppets. They do. they do, because Bob Cratchit and Ty would go to church. Because they mention that they're just coming back from church when Scrooge is watching them having their dinner. But are they, there being, you go. But are they beings of God? Because they're made out of felt. Did God make felt? God made everything, apparently, so yes. Yeah, but is felt a... Um, felt is a, a thing, and everything is made by God. 
So yeah. you're saying this podcast was made by God? Yes, because he made us, and he made the tape, and he he made us, and we made this podcast. So yeah. So, so Scott, your argument is that you are so overtly religious that you believe that everything that is happening right now is a construct of God. You're the of, one who you're the one of, who argued that God raised the briefcase that came in the rain 1999. Kayfabe court is not canon in tournament episodes, so I I advise you to. Wait, when the fuck it. did that happen? It didn't. I thought Kayfabe Court was across like exactly. the entire universe. Thanks, thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, Scott, we thought Kayfabe Court was through the entire universe. Well, no one told me. I didn't. It was implied, Scott Tholomew. It was. So I ask you, Jimmy, can I ask you one question? Go on. And can you ask me like Michael Caine? <laughs> Yes, I can. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on one second, just so you can get it down. Oh, for fuck's sake. People are dying, Alfred. What would you have me do? Endure, Master Wayne. Take In, it. Endure, Master Wayne. I hate you for it. <laughs> Jimmy, is felt a construct of God? Well, if God created the world in six days took the seventh day to rest, then all that is and ever will be and ever was was the creation of the creator known as God. But I believe that felt is an abomination onto the world, and the Muppets follow that suit by being felt that talks. Thank you, Jimmy. You know what? Jimmy is absolutely correct in what he's just said, Scott. Felt that talks is an abomination upon God. What says you, Scott? I don't, I don't know what to say to that, to be honest with you. I really don't. Because okay. I've never heard that argument made against felt. You know what? Then I'll you haven't been to church. Yeah. You yeah, haven't been paying yeah. attention to the word of God. Exactly. If you were any sort of man, you would realize that the Muppets are clearly made out of entirely felt. And felt, as has already been established by Jimmy, is an abomination upon God. God, our creator, I will have you know. You wouldn't be here without God. And would you selfishly vote against God? No, I'm not definitely voting against I'm voting against the Grinch. What's, what's the Grinch ever done for for us? Um, What was exactly. the material that they made the Grinch costume out of? Just gotta ask. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it hair? was... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yak hair. Exactly what Scott just said. So it's all natural, a.k.a. something God made? Yeah, not felt. I don't know what felt is. It's an abomination unto the Lord. Exactly, Scott. It's an abomination upon the Lord. Yeah, you made that point clear. Thank you. Is yak... Is, let, let me put this simply. Could a yak be a felt in a fight? A yak is a living thing. Felt is not a living thing. I've never seen a yak. Where do you think they got the fur from then? I don't know. Probably like... Uh, shop. Oh, for the love of God. 
Oh my God. I think, we, ladies and gentlemen, if you slow the podcast down, you can actually hear the moment where Scott realized he was getting, he was getting railroaded again. Scott, have you ever been railroaded? I beg your pardon. Have you ever been railroaded? It's quite ironic. Phrasing! <laughs> Pronouns, pal. I was about to. You know what just happened? I just had a weird moment where I was about to make a joke about you being late on the train. And then I realized two podcasts are going to come out about two weeks apart. <laughs> but we recorded them on the same night. Oh, so we're just throwing, <laughs> we're just throwing the kayfabe right onto the Yule Log. In yeah, this exactly. episode, we recorded two podcasts on Christmas Day, and Nathan forgot and was about to make a train joke. <laughs> it's funny. At, just remember, if you're listening, it's funny at the time, but you listeners weren't here. No, if if they we're listen there, to man. everything, if they listen to everything by the time they get to this, they're gonna be like. Oh shit, they did a callback! And then four seconds later, they're gonna be like, oh no, they didn't. You know what? One day I'm gonna release, because I've got all the dates that our shit gets recorded. So I'm gonna release just a giant episode of our podcast actually in order, because there's so many callbacks that we don't remember we've done. But the podcasts get released in such a funny order. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't think we realize. But anyway, back to the Grinch v. the Muppets Christmas Carol. Scott, where are you voting? I've, I've told you ages ago, what felt like forever ago, before you started the whole Michael Caine thing, that I was voting for the Muppets. He was fighting it till the, till the death, dude. Uh, Jimmy, who are you voting for? Well, as a man who... Who has had many, many ups and downs in his life? He can, he can sympathize with the people in his life that are fighting for something until their death. And as, uh, as a, as a proud Scotsman, Scott is following in the lines of many brave Scotsmen, like in the movie Braveheart. And I think that I, I can't really go against that. I'm gonna vote for the Muppets. Damn it! You just you you had you had to just cut me off at the knees there. Yeah, you sounded too proud, and I didn't <laughs> want you to. God damn it! So the Muppets won. Oh, I would just like everyone to know this is my my uh, my second uh, my 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 in my history. Who are of you? Who are you actually gonna vote for? I was gonna go for the fucking Muppets. Oh, because you sounded like you were going to hear the Grinch the entire time. Oh, really? Really? Says me. (laughs) (laughs) Who only only voted for the Muppets because you were about to. (laughs) Can we just take a moment there? Because I remember, like... I made the most amazing arguments throughout this tournament. I just see, guys. I lost connection for a brief second there. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like yeah, you were you a did, little. You did disappear for a second, which is why I. Yeah, because I was jumped. making a because I was maybe making a point. <laughs> yeah, you disappeared, which is why I jumped in. So um, everyone's getting some more back the scenes, but the um, the Muppets won. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Jimmy, how do you feel? Uh jolly. That's great, Scott. How do you feel? 
after Adam was fantastic. Vindication. Um, vindication. I forgot you won. That's amazing. Christmas Day is something to be treasured, and we thank we're thankful that we spent it together, arguing over shit films, and just having a great time. We broke some crackers at one point. And I we broke Jimmy amazing. at one point. Yeah, we broke Jimmy at one point, and we broke everything else. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's been an amazing Christmas. Thank you for being here for it. And Rogue Opinions will be back all throughout 2020. Got some New Year's shit to come as well. And then hopefully just loads of stuff throughout 2020. Thank you guys for listening. The brand has been growing consistently throughout. And it's been great for those that have been here from the beginning. Thank you for still being here at the end of 2019 you can as always you can find rogue opinions at rogue underscore opinion you can find me at nathan greenaway check back through the archives we've got every all sorts from the year that's gone loads more tournaments this isn't the first one we've done we've done a few uh so if you want to listen to us all argue horseshit you can go back and listen to the rest of it scott where can people find you you can find me at Scotland1886. Uh, if you want to hear more about the Muppets Christmas Carol, you can find my other podcast, Scott and Paul's Random Podcast, at SB Rambling, where when you're listening to this, we'll have released a podcast where we talk about Muppets Christmas Carol, where me and Paul gush about it, because we both agree it's our favourite Christmas movie. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy, where can people find you, and what else have you got going on now and into the new year? Um, so, so far, all I got going on is if you go to at Pro Wrestling Magic, uh, I'm sorry, uh, at Wrestling Magic on Twitter um, and on their Facebook page for Pro Wrestling Magic, you will see that every Monday we are releasing a show called Monday Morning Magic. Um, a lot of things go down on there. And if you like wrestling, we bring that wrestling to you. Uh, if you're not sick of my voice yet, you get to get sick of my face as well where uh, I'm one of the hosts. So uh, I get to wear a cheap suit and get made fun of a lot. Um, and that's a lot of fun. And if you don't enjoy the level to which I get made fun of constantly here and everywhere else, make fun of me on Twitter. That's at Mr. Riot, M-R-R-I-0-T, because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid. And please, for the love of God, somebody in the year 2020, please give me something better to say than that, because it's a challenge. <laughs> It's always a challenge, but otherwise, guys, uh, enjoy your Christmas for definite. Check us out for the new year. We've got so much stuff coming. Check us out on Medium as well. Loads of articles. You can find that on Twitter. And if you have found this podcast either terrible or amazing, please, for the love of God, tweet Ben underscore E-B-E-R-T. And tell him how much you hated this podcast. And he will send you a, a iTunes copy of Santa's Sleigh. Which is the best Christmas film of all time. Despite this tournament. But otherwise, thank you guys very much. And we will speak to you in the new year. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> it's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. A cup of kindness that we share with another. A sweet reunion with a friend or a brother. In all the places you find love, it feels like Christmas. It is the season of the heart. A special time of caring, the ways of love make clear.